Lord, we are looking to you today. We desperately need you. You're our hope, Lord. But Lord, you are our living hope. Lord, I pray today in Jesus' name that you would meet us right here. I pray, Lord, that you would interrupt, intervene in our lives, Lord. Teach us today your truth. Help us, Lord, today to see your word clearly. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can be seated. Well, God is on the move. And uh, in this place this morning, it's a divine appointment we have. And I pray you don't miss it today. I don't have to say today, what if Jesus came in the room? Because he's already here. He was here before we were here this morning. He is here. Do you hear the hope? And uh, I pray today that you will realize that God is moving. God is moving here even this morning. And I pray that you do not resist him today. Jesus Christ is our living hope. And uh, I pray that we will never be so sophisticated or be distracted by other things that we would miss what God is trying to say to us and that we would miss what it is that God is doing because we are distracted by other things. So it's very important that as I come to you today, I've been thinking about this sermon for quite a while and I want to be very, very clear and I want to be bold today. I want to encourage you today, don't waste your life. Don't waste it. Especially you who are younger. Don't waste your life on other things. Some of you who are young parents, you're being drawn. Some of you are college students, you're being drawn into other things. Don't waste your life. There are people in our culture, whole corporations that are spending billions of dollars in the hope that you would buy in to their dream for your life. Money. There is no, there's no God attached to that dream, only the promise of money. Don't waste your life on meaningless hobbies. Success and status and salary are what they're trying to sell to you. And I want you, and say it very boldly to you, don't buy it. A guy named C.T. Studd wrote this little poem. Two little lines I heard one day traveling along life's busy way, bringing conviction to my heart and from my mind would not depart. Only one life which will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life. Yes, only one. Soon will its fleeting hours be done. Then in that day, my Lord to meet and stand before his judgment seat. Only one life which will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Now that I'm in my 50s, I come to you today really pleading to make your life count for the cross of Christ. 
make your life count for the cross. Nine years ago, I came to you as a brother. And now, I kind of feel like a father. I feel like a dad a little bit. I'm older, I know. But I, I, I come to you as a father because I care about you. I come to you as a father. Don't throw your life away on fatal success. Mark chapter 8, verse 36, Jesus said, What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? So I come to you maybe as a father you never had, maybe a father that maybe was not present in your life, maybe I come to you as a father who never had a vision for your life or who showed you that money and power were your vision. So I come to you as a father and I'm pleading with you to live for the glory of the cross. Lay down your life for the cross of Jesus Christ is what I'm saying today. I have only one scripture today. It's from Galatians chapter 6, verse 14. It's very simple, very simple. Paul writes, he says, but far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Wow. Far be it from me to boast except for anything except the cross of Jesus Christ. Shocking, shocking words. He says, but, that's in the negative. In the negative, it's far be it from me to boast except in the cross of Christ. Here, here's what it says in the positive. Boast only in the cross. It's like, whoa, that's shocking. Because you're only supposed to, Paul says, boast only in the cross of Christ. Now, here's the, the beauty of it. First of all, you don't have to know a lot of things. He says, boast only. Boast only in the cross of Christ. You know what's so shocking about this? He's saying exalt or boast only in the equivalent for us in the electric chair. Boast only in lethal injection. Because the cross, it was a bloody mess. It was the worst form of torment and torture ever devised to bring horrible death. And the he's saying, in your life, only boast in the cross. Shocking. It was a bloody mess when Jesus was on the cross. You would have thrown up if you would have been there. It was bloody. It was the execution of the perfect son of God. It was horrible. He became the lamb that was slaughtered, and that's what happened on the cross. But it's not just that he's, Paul says, 
boast only in the cross, but it's also the word only when he uses the word except. Like only, really? Only? Aren't there other things that we boast in? I would point you to a few. Romans 5 verse 2, we boast in the hope of the glory of God. We also exalt in our tribulations, knowing that they produce patience and uh, hope. Uh, think about 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Most gladly, therefore, I w- will rather boast about my weakness. Paul writes that too. So it's like, Paul, what are you doing? You said only, but then you said all these other boastings. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 19. Who is our hope or joy or crown or exaltation or who is it that we boast in? It is not even you. Here is what Paul is saying when he says, far be it from me to boast except in the cross of Christ. All other boasting leads to this boasting. Everything. Everything in your life. All the boasting that we have in the joy of the Lord, in any experience that we have, any encouragement, any good thing, anything good. And by the way, we know what good is. We live in America. Everything good we have, everything good you have comes from the cross. All boasting comes through the cross of Jesus Christ. When Christ died, he purchased for sinners everything that is good, everything. Because what happened was he took on, you know, some people say, I don't really get Christianity because the truth is, how is it that you just pray and ask for forgiveness and there's no penalty for, that's not really justice. That's what I come to preach is that justice was served. The penalty did have a price. The penalty, uh, my sin, has a price and it was paid for on the cross. Three greatest days in history were the days the day that Jesus was crucified, the Saturday when it was that God was silent, and on Sunday, the resurrection. Three greatest days because everything good that we have in life comes from the cross. And it was bought by the blood of Christ. What was bought by the blood of Christ? What am I talking about? Well, on the cross, he took away our sins. He took away our sins. He, he not only did that, but he became your righteousness. When Jesus went to the cross, he, he not only took away my sins, but he became my righteousness. And then he bore, he bore your guilt and my guilt and shame for our sin. He did that on the cross. And so I would encourage you today, be a be a cross boaster. Be a cross bragger. Dedicate your life to Christ through the cross. You know, before you lay your life down for the cross, you have to come to the cross. And we are sinners and we we deserve judgment. No, we have no rights uh, over or against God. 
He is the Lord. He gives. He takes. We don't deserve anything. We are creatures, not creator, creator, cre the creator. Uh, in Isaiah 40, what is man that we show him counsel? Whom did God consult? And who made him understand? Who taught him the path of justice and taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? You see, brothers and sisters, sin has to do with God. Sin has to do with God. So many times we think sin has to do with just people, and sometimes it does involve people. So many times we think, who have we offended? Who have we dishonored? But the truth is, we have, in whatever we've done, we have not trusted God. And so today, as I come to you, it's so important that I say to you, everything good that you have in your life, everything good I have, even this breath, the car that you drove today, everything we have, this next breath we have, this moment that we have, comes through the cross. It was purchased by Jesus on the cross. Boast only in the cross. Here's the deal. You can't change your past. You can determine your destiny by deciding for Christ. But Christ here, I'm here to tell you, can change your past. He died on the cross so that your, every, every sin you ever committed, all the things that you've ever done wrong are forgiven. What do you have to do? Repent of your sins. That means be willing to change your way of living. You may not have the power to do that. You, you may not have the power to give up some of the habits that, you are, that are wrong in your life, you know are wrong. You may not have the power to fall in love with your wife again. You may not have the power to change your whole life that needs to be changed. You may not have the power. If you surrender to Christ, he will give you the power. You say, Johnny, I, I don't know what else to do. Hey, I, I, I'm coming to church. I'm trying to be a good person. I, I don't have the peace and the joy and the power in my life that you're talking about. How do I get that? Jesus said, I am the way. Come to Christ. Come to Christ. Come to the cross. There is power in the cross of Christ. He will give you a new strength and a new power and a new joy and a new peace and a new purpose for your life. Every person here has to make that same choice. It's to either the world and its pleasures and its gods or it's Jesus and the cross. And to delay that decision, to delay making that decision makes the decision harder. Indecision in itself is a choice. Not to decide is to decide not to. And so I would encourage you here this morning, like for, if, you, if you had a ticket, uh, a plane ticket to go to Florida tonight at 6.30, and you wait to decide on, well, I don't know if I want to go or not. And you keep waiting, and you keep waiting, and you keep waiting. There'll be a point at which the decision will be made because if you don't go on that 
plane at 6.30, you'll miss that opportunity. The plane will go without you. You will have to make this decision to come to Jesus. And my brothers and sisters, it's through the cross. That's how we are made righteous. Your parents can't make it for you. Your church can't make this decision for you. Your, your friends can't make it for you. Your boyfriend can't make it for you. Your girlfriend can't make it for you. You must make this decision for yourself. You must decide today to come to the cross and live your life and live for the glory of the cross. Paul said that he boasts only in the cross of Christ. Why? Because, let me tell you something, your decision today will decide where you will be in a hundred years. None of you here are here by accident. And today is your day to meet God in a new way. Receive Him in a new way. Come to Christ. I'm encouraging you to come to Christ today. Come to the cross of Christ. He will give you a new power. He will give you a new peace. He will give you new joy and new purpose for living. And I just want to encourage you today to come to the cross because everything good comes through the cross. And so today I want to have some ministry time. And I want to actually invite you today to come to the cross. We put a cross up here. And there's some of you today who've never received Christ. And you know what I'm talking about, that, that He is the way, and you've never done that. I want to invite you to come to the cross right here and join me, if you've never done that. And there are some of you who need to rededicate your life to Christ who you know that you need to do that, that you're boasting in other things, you've put your hope in other things, and you've realized here today, you know that you have not relied on the cross of Christ. I want to encourage you to do that today. If you've boasted in other things, turn back to the cross. Everything good we have comes from the cross. Period. Period. That's why Paul says, I exalt only in the cross of Christ. And we have trusted other things. And Jesus is calling us today. So I want to spend some ministry time, us having some time to consider this because we're going to have communion. We're going to take this time to do this. And I want you to think about this. If you've never given your life to Christ, if you've never done that, I want you to do that today. Father, I pray today in Jesus' name. I pray, Father, that you would, by the power of your Holy Spirit, draw all men and women to yourself. I pray, Father, today that you would teach us your ways and that we would glory only and boast only in the cross of Christ. Lord, for any person who is here, who has never trusted you, I pray that they would decide today to come to Christ, to come to the cross of Jesus Christ. And I pray, Father, that you would help believers here
to glory only in the cross of Christ and that we would live only for the cross of Jesus Christ. That we would boast only in Christ and in his cross. I pray that in Jesus' name.